Well, welcome to another edition of Attention Conversations. I am your host, Mike Sandlin, and I thank you for joining us today. But those of us who, uh, who listen to this podcast regularly know that Intentional Conversations, we generally seek to interview leaders in men's ministry to help the men grow spiritually and help leaders and pastors to reach men in today's culture, discussing issues that men face every day. It's a program where a men's ministry leader interviews leaders in men's ministry. But this week, we are deviating a little, and we're going to discuss a ministry that has had great impact on our military service personnel. Several years ago, I learned about this ministry. I was impressed on how something so simple can have such a significant impact on our servicemen and women throughout our country and around the world. And I'm talking about a ministry called Operation Bandanas, a ministry that gives servicemen and women bandanas, but not just any bandana, a bandana that has Psalm 91 printed on them, 16 verses that speak about God being my refuge and my fortress. Today, my guest is a military wife and a mother, and she is Mary Gray, founder of Operation Inasmuch. Welcome, Mary, to the program. Appreciate you being with us today. Thank you. Happy to be here. Thanks, Mike. I met, I met Mary and her husband several years ago when they walked into uh, a class I, I lead on Sunday mornings at our church, and, and they became a fixture in our class. And that's how I learned all about Operation Bandanas. And it's been an interesting thing. But let me tell you a little bit more about Mary before we get into things. As I said, she's a military wife and, and mother. Her husband has a career in the military uh retiring several years ago as a lieutenant colonel in the U.S. Army. They have three sons. The oldest was a career uh, career soldier also who recently retired after serving uh, many years in the U.S. Army. The middle son is a foreign service officer of the U.S. Department of State. And the youngest son is a veteran of two deployments to Afghanistan, now serving in the Department of Justice. So Mary understands the feelings and anxiety that a lot of families goes through when their loved ones are sent uh, deployed around the world in sometimes very hostile situations. So we're going to talk to Mary today about the ministry and how it's impacted the uh, many people. And we have a big announcement at the end of the program or towards the end of the program. So you want to stay tuned with us. You will not want to miss this announcement. So Mary, I, I appreciate you uh, really being on here and, and just sharing about Operations Bandana. Now, before we really get into talking about the ministry, I got two questions I want to ask you that I ask all my guests when they come uh, on the program. Number one is what is a verse? It could be a life verse. It could be an anchor verse. It could be a verse that's connected with Operation Bandanas uh, or that has very significant meaning and impact with you. And why is that verse so special? Well, certainly Psalm 91 comes to mind first since it was um, what God gave me. And, and I always love the verse that says that he will cover you with his feathers and under his wings you will find shelter because the whole psalm is about God's protection and um, his you know, giving the courage and the comfort and the strength that our military needed. But as far as uh, before I began that, um, my life, I have two life verses that I really I think kind of go hand in hand, actually. The first one is um, so familiar to so many of us. It's Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, where we're to trust in the Lord with all our heart and lean not on our own understanding. In all our ways, acknowledge him mm -hmm. and he will direct our path. Mm -hmm. 
And so as that one goes, as I, as I read that one and study that one, then it segues into the other verse that I love so much, which is another very familiar one, uh, Philippians 4, 2, where it says, do not be anxious about anything, because I feel like if we, if we trust within the Lord with all our heart, and we lean not on our own understanding and in all our ways acknowledge him, then he's going to make our path straight. And then that's going to lead to us not having to be filled with anxiety as we walk the path. Because he tells us to be anxious for nothing, but in everything through prayer and supplication, make your request known to God. And of course, that's with thanksgiving. I don't want to forget that. Um, And the peace of God which passes all understanding will guard our hearts in Christ Jesus. And so to me, it, they just segue into each other. If you trust in the Lord, then you're not going to have to be anxious. If there's real trust, you're not going to have to be anxious about anything because he's going to take care of everything and he's going to give us peace throughout whatever it is. So those are my two favorites. <laughs> Well, those are two good favorites. I tell you that uh, I think everybody should probably memorize themselves if they have not memorized them, because it's, it's something. And in and, and Proverbs three, four, four through six is one of the ones that I memorized many years ago myself. Uh, it's very significant. And I appreciate you sharing those. But let me ask you the second question now. Now, one of the things I didn't say at the beginning of the introduction is that Mary, you also have authored a book. You have. Uh, written many articles for many different publications and you speak at women's conferences and women's retreats and things of that nature. And I just want to ask you, how did God move you into this type of ministry in your life? How did he press upon you? This is kind of what I want you to do. Well, it's interesting how God gifts us for different things at different seasons of our life, because I never expected myself to ever be a, an executive director of a 501c3 uh, nonprofit. And, uh, you know, I was educated in elementary education, but I've done a lot of things, too, through the years with child abuse and um, family ministry. But anyway, um, I had a son that was deployed to Iraq and I wanted to send him something. That was our oldest son. I wanted to send him something uh, special to share with his team. He was a Green Beret Special Forces guy. So we had a team of 10 and um I thought, but as a Christian mother, I wanted to send him something spiritual. So I found these bandanas actually originally online from a company that sold them. And so I ordered some for my son. And when I received them, I thought, oh, my goodness, these are beautiful. I said, wouldn't it be wonderful if God, you know, if we could just get these for all the soldiers at Fort Bragg, North Carolina. It was just a thought, I thought. I thought. So um, anyway, honestly, it was about a week later. I woke up from a regular night's sleep. I opened the curtains, stretched, and immediately in my spirit, in my mind, God spoke and said, let's get bandanas for the soldiers at Fort Bragg. Well, I just kind of froze for a minute because I know there's like 45,000 soldiers at Fort Bragg. And I, I thought, I thought I looked up and I said, Lord, I mean, really, I looked up like I was just talking to him. I said, how am I going to do that? And immediately he spoke in my spirit and he said, tell my people, 
So I went to the, my Bible study, my ladies' Bible study, and we gathered a little over $100. I went to my Sunday school class, and you know, I just gathered up enough to get 100 bandanas for a chaplain at our church. And I presented those to him, and I was so pleased. And so then um, <clears throat> there was a lieutenant colonel battalion commander that was going to be going over to Iraq uh, to be at the front of the surge into uh, Iraq with the 82nd Airborne. And he came to me and he said, Mary, he said, I saw those um, bandanas you gave the chaplain. He said, I'd really like to get those from my battalion. I said, well, how many do you want? And he said, 500. Well, I thought I have zero money, <laughs> but I had a lot of faith because God called me to it. And so I put the word out. Some Somebody got in a newspaper. Anyway, it just, I don't know. God was so in it. It was so obvious that it just mushroomed into this ministry that's been going on for 15, it, we're fixing to have 15 years of ministering to our troops. We started at the end of 2006 and, um, and we've sent over 300,000 bandanas since that time. It just swept across North Carolina. Then soldiers would tell their families, get their church involved so that their other buddies could get them. And, People started, it just became a national movement. It was amazing. And then I, I had gotten them for the soldiers at Fort Bragg, and then the Marines wanted them. And of course, and then um, the soldiers that were assigned to uh, Iraq with the 82nd, the guys from Fort Carson, they said, Where are you getting all those bandanas? And so they told those guys, and those chaplains started contacting me, and it was just like popcorn, just pop, 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 pop. And just, I never even imagined what God had in store, but it was just a beautiful, beautiful thing. Amen. I tell you what, I've helped you because of the fact we were connected through our, our, our personal church when you lived here in, in the area that I live in here in the Wilmington, North Carolina area, um, where you and Eastland would bring bring in those boxes of bandanas and, and ask the class to help you to fold in things and package them up. And yeah. it, it was just a blessing to see what you were doing with those. And how, mm -hmm. how many bandanas have you give has a, as a minister given out now in those in those fifteen years? You well, any idea? Yes. Well, I, I try to keep tabs of it on our website and all. And as of October, it was two hundred ninety-eight thousand something. And we need to update it because it's been several thousand since. So we're over three hundred thousand that we've yeah. been able to distribute. And that's right. only because of the body of Christ though, because I felt like I was just the engine on the train. God was the chief engineer, but I knew I had to get a whole lot of paying passengers on the train <laughs> to be able to get bandanas to those guys and gals. Now you have bandanas. You started off at Fort Bragg, uh, obviously uh, uh, an army, army base, an army uh, post, and you got Marines. And so, you know, you had the, you had the kind of the jab grain type camouflage stuff down. Did, did you also develop something for the other branches of service with the Air Force, the Navy and the, and the Coast Guard also? How, how did you how did you deal with those those folks? I'm sure they were reaching out to you, too. They were. And so um, the Air Force, I never could get hold of the actual Air Force pattern. You know, sometimes it's hard to get the patterns and the fabric and um so, but mostly they were wearing, they were happy to get the um, army, the military, the army one, you know, because mm -hmm. they worked side by side. Yeah. Um, for the Coast Guard, I would get a solid navy blue. And then for the Navy, I also gave a solid navy blue because I couldn't get hold of their navy blue digital. 
Right. So, but yeah, we ended up, you know, having to share it with all. And this was for active duty. Uh, the reserves, the National Guard started getting into it That's as well. Yeah. yeah. So it was, it just went wild. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, that, that, that's just amazing. So, so I know you were a one man operation for a, a long time. So it's a one woman operation, I should say, I guess. And, uh, and so uh, how would you get all these, I mean, hundreds of thousands of camouflage, how would you get these things all packaged up? I mean, I've got one here with me for those who are watching this. This is a package of a bandana, you know, that's packaged up with the Psalm 91 uh, that's printed on the bandana and also a card that uh, that talks about it a little bit more. But uh, how did you get all these packaged up? Obviously, these weren't done by machines. So, <laughs> no, it's taken a, a lot of hands and hands of feet of Jesus because it was funny when I first started. I just did my husband and I did them in our kitchen, you know, I mean, yeah. the dining room table. And then when it started getting so big, um, and, and I had a CPA that said, Mary, this is growing too fast. You've got to get a 501c3. You can't have people sending checks to Mary Gray, you know, because every time I'm struggling. So, uh, you don't want to pay taxes on that stuff. No, 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 no I had no idea. You know? So anyway, um, so I started contacting, you know, I, well, my local church, you know, the got involved in it. They were like lifesavers from the beginning. And then word got out that, you know, if people would like to help fold them other churches or whatever. So then they thought, oh, this would be a great missions project, you know. Mm. And so men and women would fold mm. the bananas. You know, they now there'd be some women's groups, but then they'd have their whole church. Some of them got their whole churches involved. And and um, it, they just loved it. They just loved it because they loved who it was for. They love the fact that, yes, we are to pray. You know, everybody wants to do something for their of our military. Yeah. yeah. And we know we are to pray for them. But to be able to give them, to do something tangible and send something out and place a piece of God's word in their hand. And for some of these young men, it'll be the first time they've ever even read a, a verse of scripture. Mm -hmm. And so that's the real missional aspect of it. And with the others, it will also um, encourage believers as well so um yeah it was just i mean really honestly mike it was such a god thing because i mean i just started getting all these people wanting to volunteer i mean it was just amazing uh super that's super and, and i know it's blessed my heart in so many ways and we'll talk about that here in a little while and uh about how this ministry has blessed my heart and and number of people that I've come across in, 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 the, in the last few years with as you're ministering to this. Well, I know uh, if, if people would go on to the website, Operation Bandanas, they would see some videos of how it's affected some, some of the military per personnel, some of the stories that, that, that has occurred uh, as a result of having this bandana in their hand. I want you to share uh, a few of those stories, if you don't mind, about how this ministry, about giving out a bandana, not just giving them something they can put on their head, but it's something that, or you know, underneath their underneath their helmet or cap or whatever they may be wearing, but but it's had more of an impact than just that. And some of the stories is just 
just amazing how God has used uh, this ministry to reach into men's and women's lives in our military. Could you uh, could you share a few of those stories with us? Well, I do have a few little quotes that I did pull. It was just always such a blessing to hear. And, you know, they've been used as emergency wraps. I mean, you know, it's just all kind of things as well. But um, let me share just a few of these little quotes. It says, um, <clears throat> it says, I appreciate the service you all are doing. And it's citizens like you that lift our spirits and help us remember how much people do care about us. Sometimes this is a thankless job but your gift certainly lifted my spirits and the spirits of others who received their bandana. And then another said, once word got out that we had Psalm 91 bandanas, we ran out immediately. Soldiers wear them under their helmets to keep sweat out of their eyes while on mission and always ask specifically for the Psalm bandana. Another said, when I'm, <laughs> when I'm not wearing my bandana, I have it stuck into the springs. I just visualize this when I'm not wearing it, I have it stuck into the springs on the rack above mine so I can fall asleep and wake up to the psalm each day. Oh, man. He said, people generally like it when the chaplain comes around for a visit, but when the chaplain offers something that is spiritual and practical, it is a double blessing. Oh, man. And then um, I thought this was interesting. This one said, I'm going through issues at home. And I know of a few other soldiers with the same problems. Your gift doesn't just shield soldiers in battle. It shields hearts from the pain of life. So I wanted to thank you from the bottom of my heart for doing what you do, for showing that even though a lot of soldiers are having problems, there are people like you that still care for them and their protection. So again, thank you. Mm. And I had another uh, little guy that, contacted me. I thought it was real cute. I say little guy. It, my husband, I always, call, I always call them my little soldiers. You know, I was going to say, you're, you're kind of like, you're kind of like the, 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 the big mom to all the soldiers because yeah, yeah, you know, but I, I just think of that's an endearing term. They're all my soldiers, yeah. my little soldiers. But anyway, he told me about um, how the, the chaplain was giving them out and he said, can I get two? And the chaplain gave him two. He said, I wanted two because I wanted to put one in each boot so oh. I could stand on the promises. Oh, how about that? <laughs> <laughs> and you know what, Mike? I thought this too, and this is kind of a sad thought, but, you know, there were a lot of guys when I first started that were getting their legs blown off, mm -hmm. you know, and hitting IEDs and stuff. And, mm -hmm. you know, he was praying maybe he could go home with both legs still too. You know, he had a minute's mm -hmm. boot to stand on God's promises. But, yeah, there's a lot of just beautiful, beautiful things that I've gotten that just was enough to keep me going. and real sweet uh, that is great and, 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 and some of those stories it just i can just feel the the the, the chill bumps on, on my arms you know picking up here and hearing how god really ministered to those men and women as they share those stories with you about how it's infected them and mm -hmm. i know there's been there's more stories out there that you don't have time to share things that you've heard from chaplains and uh how it's ministered to to the various men and women i service. but why psalm 91 why did you choose Psalm 91? Psalm 91 um, is, has always has been called the soldier's psalm, actually. And, um, you know, it goes back to World War II. And um, the thing about it is that it's a, it is a psalm of protection. 
it is a psalm of um, courage and strength. I know that my son did night missions into Iraq, and I would pray over him that um, he would not be afraid of the terror by night. And um, and and it's just I, I just a wonderful psalm. Actually, it's not just for soldiers. It's a great psalm for any. I've, heard, I've talked to a lot of people that have said this is one of my this is my favorite psalm. Mm -hmm. But it's just a beautiful, beautiful psalm. Where, and it has eight promises from God in it at the end. Well, why don't you share those? Yeah, why don't you share those promises? What are those? What are those eight promises? Well, just don't, just don't, Mary. I know, I know you love to, you love to really speak and talk. So don't go get, don't get into preaching mode here. Just, just share the highlights of those of those verses. Okay, all right. <laughs> um, it does say that because, and I'm looking at my Psalm 91 bandana. This is our, you know, military one. See, so you right. can just kind of show people. See, it's got the whole psalm on there. Yeah. Um, but anyway, uh, yeah, <clears throat> it says, because he loves me, says the Lord, I will rescue him. I will protect him for he acknowledges my name. He will call on me and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him with long life. I will satisfy him and show him my salvation. And, uh, one of the prom and one of the things that I, another one I love too is um, he will give his angels charge over you to, to command you know over you to protect you in all your ways. Mm -hmm. I mean the whole you know thing is about being you know we forget sometimes about our guys going over there and getting sick, all right, physically ill, mm -hmm. you know, and you know it says he talks about protecting them from the deadly pestilence and the plague that destroys at midday. You know, and so it, it encompasses protection, you know, physical protection, you know, and mental protection and spiritual protection to, to keep you from being afraid and fearful. Um, you know, the, a nice thing, too, is that our soldiers always gear up with their armor and their battle gear and their guns and, you know, all this stuff and uh, for protection. But the thing about sending them a piece of God's word, and it's just one one piece, but it's a prayer of protection, is that we're able to give them spiritual armor to add to their exist to their physical armor that they go out in. Mm -hmm. And so, um, you know, they can put it in their pockets. I mean, I've heard them put it over their hearts and their, you know, the side pockets of their pants. I mean, I've even had a guy that told me that one time he had a he had some a bullet that just whizzed right by his thigh and he said i know it was that psalm 91 he he credited the psalm 91 you know i mean this is not some magic you know little piece of something cloth but it is the power of god's word in it and if people really believe it and claim it it can definitely bring protection but there's been a lot of young men too that um got these and didn't make it back but their parents got the bandana and got it. But you know what? I had one young man, her mother told me that her husband, he was only 19. He was killed in Fallujah. He was a Marine. And she said, um, I prayed that Psalm over my son. She said, but he always told me that if anything happened to any of his guys, he would rather it be him. Now this was a very mature 19 year old. Oh yeah. Because he said, I know where I'm going to spend eternity. So, you know, this gives an opportunity, too, for some to actually 
be led to the Lord before that day comes. Wow. That's, that's just amazing how it's affected so many people in so many ways. And it's led, I'm sure you've gotten information that's probably even uh, caused some, some of the uh, various armed services people, personnel to come to the Lord because of it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I had a chaplain uh, send me a little something, too. He said, well, he said, I had a soldier come in the other day and he was looking around my office and I try to talk fast, Mike. I have so many stories. But that's, anyway, right. that's OK. That's okay. I love to hear those stories. Yeah. Well, he said this young soldier was in there and this was over in Iraq or Afghanistan. I forget which. And he was wandering around, you know, in the chaplain's office looking around. And he said, can I help you? And he said, well, yeah, he said. I got a goodie box the other day and, and he pulled it and he said, and I got this bandana in it and it had this psalm on it. And I didn't, you know, I just, I never really have thought about things of God before. And I just thought maybe I'd come and talk to somebody about it. You know, and he said, well, great. You know, so the chaplain was able to sit down and explain, you know, the scripture to him and, and share Jesus with him too, you know, the full revelation of God. Yeah, and, um, yeah. And, you know, he didn't uh, he didn't lead him. To, he said, tell me I didn't lead him to Christ that day. But the bandana brought him in as the seed. This is the seed we scatter. We can't go with our troops, go, but we can send these bandanas to them. Yeah. So, you know, we know it's making a kingdom difference. No, that, that's that's just amazing. Now, I know you've been doing this many years and, and you're you're uh, you're family basically except your sons uh, obviously are still still working but you've had one family member who retired from the military and has gone to do other things and um and your husband is retired so you're basically a retired military family and and uh you're also kind of uh brought someone else on to help you with with the operation bandanas and uh because there's such, such it's growing such such a rate and and you're trying to kind of focus your attention on stuff too would you you want to talk a little bit about that about uh the process of who's uh uh, uh bringing on the additional staff to yeah this? because it's such a tremendous ministry it reached, well, i'm hearing so many stories about how it, it is touching lives it, it yeah it it became a full-time you know profession of course and all mm -hmm. but um well yes I, I reached a point where my oldest son um um, it was ministering to a lot of sons and my oldest son became a, um, he was wounded and um, he's, you know, has dealt with PTSD and has a mild traumatic brain injury. And we were having to spend a lot of time with him and uh, help him out through the, and so about a year last year, or actually it was in 2019 at the end of 2019, I was thinking, I just need to pull back and just take care of my one soldier. <laughs> and, um, concentrate on him. And so I prayed hard because I didn't want just anybody to take it over. I mean, I, you know, I had some people that called and questioned me about it and I sent them the uh, job description. I didn't hear back from them. You know, they just say, Oh, well, she's just orders bandanas and she just mails them to the soldiers. And Oh my, you know, it's a whole lot more than that. And you can't even get bandanas unless you have donors, you know? So, yeah, right. Right. <laughs> so, uh, so anyway, it, it was, it's a huge mission. And so um, this young woman, Sherry stepped up and I uh, said, Mary, I love that mission. She said, the first time I ever heard of it was at a women's conference. And I went and helped fold the bandanas and you were a featured speaker. And, and she said, I just thought it was so wonderful. 
And she said, I live near Fort Bragg. And she said, I would be happy to help you to carry it on because I was really putting the word out that I was probably just going to have to retire, that the ministry was just going to have to, but everybody hated that thought, you know, and um, for it to end. So yes, Sherry. Stephen, I, I even hated that thought actually for beyond. I know. I yeah. Because yeah. I thought, well, it's bigger than me. And um, you know, if God, you know, and so, yeah, I mean, I was praying and so, Sherry stepped forward and she uh, connected with her immediately. She she loved the Lord just as much as I did. And she loved and appreciated our mission, our military as much as I did as well. So she has stepped up. Uh, super, super. Well, I'll tell you our listening audience, what number one is they do need uh, financing to be able to get these bandanas and be able to mail them out to the various uh, bases and personnel that would like to have these bandanas. So uh, you can go to, uh, operation bandanas.org and you'll see a donate button when once soon as you soon as you pull that up you'll see a big old red donate button or an orange donate button however it shows up on your browser and let me say something that. about that all right let me say something about that red button sure. actually if you, if you go to the smaller paypal one under it now that one's activated oh okay, okay. and we can get it quicker through paypal actually okay. it okay. says that the red button is deactivated anyway but you can still go through it but yeah okay all right. So, so thanks for thanks for that clarification. Yes, there is a there's a there is a little statement down underneath that says donate through PayPal. I would I would do that. In fact, I know I have done that myself and it works tremendously. So you do that. So you can do that. So th that is a great, great measure. Well, I, I want to share. We, we said at the beginning we had kind of a big announcement and and we, we want to share a little bit. Mary and I do about uh, a conversation she and I had uh, uh, just a few months ago. And, uh, and it's actually a little bit of taking Operation Bandanas and moving it into another area of a lot of our people who are doing a lot of things for our communities. That's also a lot of times thought as a thankless job. And uh, especially in today's culture and what's going on with, uh, with uh, much of our culture and how, how people are being treated and so forth. Uh, uh, for me, I will share a little bit about uh, a little testimony. My wife and I were up in Boone, North Carolina a few months ago uh, take a little vacation time when two uh, Watuga, excuse me, Watauga sheriff deputies were killed in the line of duty. And mm -hmm. we saw the effects it had on that community and that department up there uh, in that small community and how much it really meant to them or devastated them as far as what happened to those officers. So I began to wonder, and, you know, what can we do for these men and women who are doing these things? types of situation. They're putting their lives on the line too. They don't know when they leave their families in the morning, if they're coming home that evening, just like these two particular two uh, deputy sheriffs, they had not a clue what they were walking into that day when they walked up to that house just to do a welfare check. And so, uh, 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 and they were killed and, and didn't go home that day. And so I began to to seek what can we do to help these men and women to know that we love them, we support them, we're praying for them, and we're there for them. And Mary ministry came to my mind. And I reached out to Mary and I said, Mary, have you ever thought about expanding this ministry into our first responders for our, for our law enforcement officers, for our firefighters, for our, our EMS, EMT personnel? 
And given the bandanas to these individuals, they don't necessarily wear them like the military guys do, but it is something that they could cherish and use in various ways. And, and she said she had thought about it, but it's not really what her calling was. And so, so we talked some more and Cape Fear Men has, has, has agreed that we're going to come alongside Mary and, uh, and do a, I guess, what we'll call it an arm of Operation Bandanas and, <laughs> and, 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 and produce these bandanas for our, for our law enforcement personnel, for our firefighters and for our EMS, EMT personnel and give them to them for the same reason. So if you're out there listening to this, uh, we're going to need your help. We're going to need your help to get these, get these, uh, printed and get them out into the hands of our law enforcement personnel and more information will be coming up on the Cape Fear, uh, Fear website regarding this. So you can see more and how you can help out in being able to support us in that in the near future. And you'll be able to get more information, of course, later this fall as the various conferences that we are going to uh, be uh, participating in around the state. So Mary, what do you think? Mike, you were an answer to prayer um, because <laughs> I've had so many people that have said, you know, we really ought to get these for our, you know, first responders, you know, and all this. And I always thought that would be so great. But I said, but I had the military is such a huge mission in itself. And so it would have really, you know, kind of splintered off on that. But I always did agree that, you know, this would be good. And we did actually have a, um, what we lived previously in Vail, but we had, I had a small group that did get some for the police department there. The police chief actually was in our class. So we did get some for him. And um, so when you, you know, suggested it, I thought, wow, that would be awesome. And you guys, the Cape Fear men can take the leadership in that. And I can just, you know, just, just from me being the, you know, person that began for the military, then for y'all to carry it on into the first responders. Militaries are first responders also, you know, and they have their own responses they have to. You know. That's right. That's right. Uh, you know, so they're also now we'll cover all of our first responders with the help of your Cape Fear men and wherever God will lead it from there. Because let me uh, tell yeah. you, we hang on because <laughs> <laughs> I just started it small. The ride's going to be big. Is that what you're trying to tell me? <laughs> it might be. It may expand. Yes, <laughs> well, I hope so, because I'll tell you something. Uh, as you know, uh, my son is a firefighter and uh, uh, been many years in, in the firefighters corps uh, here in southeast North Carolina. And uh, he loves his job. And, and you know, he, he may not be like a soldier that's being deployed in Afghanistan or Iraq. He uh, may not be like a law enforcement officer that's walking into situations. He's not sure exactly what's going to happen. But uh, but when he gets called on, when he gets called out on that fire, oh, yeah. uh, you don't know if uh, oh. you're coming out of that. And uh, mm -hmm. um, but it's 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 um, it's it, I think it's very meaningful in, in so many ways. And I'll tell you something: it, it, it has truly blessed my heart to see what Operation Bandanas has done for our servicemen and women. Mm -hmm. And uh, we're doing a conference in. Uh, up in Richlands, North Carolina, on, on September 25th, which is uh, not far from uh, from the Marine Corps base there in Jacksonville, Champ Lejeune, and and uh, expect that we're going to have a lot of Marines there. We we're hoping to have a lot of those bandanas to be able to give out to them. 
uh, and during that conference because uh, we mm -hmm. want them to, we want to get it get in their hands. And so, from a military standpoint, and from our firemen, law enforcement, and and uh, EMS, ENT guys, we want mm -hmm. them to do that. Well, Mary, we're coming up on our time here. We got just a few minutes here. I do want to uh, give you one last few minutes to share whatever's on your heart regarding this ministry and how people can can help out to uh, to let our men and women in the various services uh, know that uh, we are thinking of them, we're praying for them, and we are there for them, so to speak. Mm -hmm. You got anything you would like to share? I think that it's very timely that you're doing this too, of course, because law enforcement has been so much under attack. And um, like you said, they put their life on the line every day. And... Um, just like, you know, your son, you know, you're talking about being a fireman. I mean, you look back on 9-11 and all those firemen, those heroes that went into the burning building that collapsed. They're willing to do whatever or go whatever, just like our soldiers are. Mm -hmm. And uh, they don't hesitate. Mm -hmm. So to have the opportunity then to let those guys know that they are appreciated and that we do honor their service and their families, too you know, for their service because those family members are back home, you know, and not knowing whether their loved one might not make it home again. Mm -hmm. So I believe this Psalm 91 bandana to, for them to be able to have that in their pocket, to just um, remind them that God is with them and that his protection is and his presence is always with them. I would hope would bring them a lot of comfort and peace in their job. Yeah. Amen. Amen. I appreciate you sharing that. And you have been, you and Isla has been such a blessing to me and my wife over the years that we've known you. It's seen how God has used you over the, over the, over the years. It's, it's just, just amazing about how, uh, how he has really used you to touch many lives in so many ways. And mm -hmm. I really do appreciate you too. I really do. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. I'm, I'm sorry you moved away from us. Many people may not know that, that they used to live right here in the same community that uh, I live in. And they decided they wanted to leave the beach and go live in the mountains. <laughs> so, well, it just got us a little closer to heaven. That's what we to <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, the, but the mission still goes on and it can oh, go amen. anywhere. Amen. Go amen. anywhere. So. Absolutely correct, and I appreciate that. Well, folks, if you want to get a, know more about Operation Bandanas, you can actually go to operationbandanas.org, and you can find out a lot of information. You can watch some of those videos of uh, the stories that uh, Mary was talking about, and you can even see a couple of interviews that Mary did for some news news programs or a newsreel, so to speak, um, in, in explaining Operation Bandanas and how it is. Uh, she shared that she had a new executive director. Her, you, know, you can reach out to Sherry at operationbandanas.org if you want to know more information about, about the, uh, the ministry. And you can also reach out to Mary and Mary at Operation Bandanas too. And now, let me, put, oh, Mike, let me just say on that one, you had Sherry's right, but there's an extra S after operation. It's operation, one operation, bandanas. Oh, 
I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Marriott. I did, yep, I did yeah, right on yours. I did well, right on yeah, you right got on her, wrong on yours. Okay. Yeah, that's okay. okay. I understand that. Don't put that S there. One operation, but lots of bandanas. Okay. <laughs> got it. Got it. So anyway, so I appreciate that. I really do. And it's been good to have you on today, Mary. It's been it's been an honor to see you again, see your smiling face and, and how you are doing. Well, Intentional Conversations is a ministry of CapeFearMen.net. So if you want to know more about Intentional Conversations or uh, CapeFearMen.net, you can email me at Mike.Sandlin at CapeFearMen.net. I would be glad to respond to you in, in any way I can. So as we end our program today, I would like to tell you that it's been an honor once again, Mary, to have you here. I, I hope to see you more, and we'll be uh, talking a lot more in the future with uh, Operation Bandanas as we begin to have a military division, and and a, I don't know what we're going to call the other division because, yeah. like you said, everybody's first responders. First responders, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so we maybe maybe that's what we'll we'll refer to it as as first responders yeah. and uh, division, and and we'll be working a lot together, and I look forward to that in so many ways. So I just want to thank you again for being with us and taking your time out. You've provided a lot of information for people. And guys, men and women, if you're listening to this thing out there in, in, uh, in the Internet land, be sure to go to Operation Bandanas and make those donations. You don't know how many. What's one thing we did say? It only takes $5 to, to get one of these bandanas printed, packaged, and sent. Is that correct? That's exactly right. And that is a very small price to pay for these men and women. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm sorry. We didn't mention that earlier because yeah, that, that, that is very important. You can only $5 and you can have a bandana sent to somebody who uh, will, can put it in their hand and may make a very eternal difference in their life. I pray that God will give you all a rock to stand on as we end this program, that he'll give you a brook to drink from and he'll give you a tree to shade you by. Hope to see you next time on Intentional Conversations with Mike Salmon. God bless you, and we'll see you later.